1: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Michaela Perkins, and joining me this week to talk some Arizona sports is Lindsay Smith, Derek Montia, and Kirsten Sussell. Hey, everyone. How's hey, it going? Hi. Nice.
2: Going <laughs> pretty well. How are That's you? Good.
1: Um, I had the dentist appointment this morning. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you I'm still trying to mentally recover from that experience.
2: Am I the (laughs) only one who actually doesn't mind going to the dentist? Yes.
0: No, I don't either. My dentist is very nice. He's a very... Like, we have great conversations and stuff. You're friends
2: with your dentist? I am
0: somehow friends with my dentist. He moved from being close to me to, like, an hour away, and I still go to him because... We're tight like that.
2: My dentist has an emotional support dog in her oh, office. Oh, I would go so. there. Where's yeah, okay, this? a dog will literally lay <laughs> on you when uh, you're getting yeah. your teeth cleaned or whatever you need.
0: What kind of dog is it?
2: I don't know. It's a little fluff thing. Oh, okay. I need to go to this dentist,
1: (laughs) wherever it is. I need to go there. Um, Fun fact I have so much anxiety. They, you know, when you get x ray, they put like that blanket over you to protect your like organs or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's heavy. I just have them leave it on me the whole time (laughs) (laughs) because it's like a hug and it's like comforting. That's how scared of the dentist (laughs) I am. So, yeah, that was me this
2: morning. My teeth are so nice and shiny and clean. (laughs) Afterwards. uh, Sorry. uh, Didn't mean to get us off.
1: Just a traumatic experience. But anyway, it's good. Um, I hope you guys are having a good Wednesday. Let's get it started with our Valley Sports temperature check. Uh, the graphic is not well, actually, yeah. Nah. We need to update the standings the of the teams.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: I know that it hasn't actually moved, but I feel like the coyotes have moved and closed ground on the D backs on this graphic. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like we'll
1: get we'll get that updated. It's not uh, <laughs> reflective of the team's current standings, but yeah. it is our valley sports temperature check. Let's get started with the Suns. They broke their franchise win streak record of 17. It now sits at 18. They unfortunately lost to the Warriors right after that. We're on a
2: one-game win streak. (laughs) Keep the streak going. Um,
1: They're tied for the best record in the NBA right now at 20-4, and which is an .833 win percentage, which just so happens to be the same win percentage that the Cardinals have, which is crazy. Uh, Fun fact. Wow. Lindsey... How impressed are you with the Suns team right now?
2: I mean, it's fun. Like That's the best way to describe it. I just think that we need to remember like, we have not had nice things for a really long time. We could nitpick a whole bunch of stuff, I'm sure. But we do have a nice thing, so we should just be thankful for that. Just (laughs) enjoy it. It's hard to enjoy enjoy it it. because my (laughs) first
3: (laughs) thought is like it's sort of a cliche, but I feel like it has some meaning behind it is like, Are they hitting their stride too early? Can they sustain this? It's like (laughs) I'm like afraid of having success, Mm -hmm. which is why and we'll
2: trauma from the past.
1: We're all trauma scarred being a Valley sports fan, which is why we are talking about the topic that we're talking about today. Not to give it away, just because like I feel like we we're like so superstitious. We don't want to jinx anything. Like we don't want to buy in too soon because we don't want to get our hearts broken. But I will say it is so cool to see the Suns absolutely dominating on the court. Um, I know Devin Booker is dealing with a little bit of a hamstring injury. Do you have any updates on his status? No.
2: So the Suns took yesterday and today off of practice, which is probably really good for the team just to give them some rest because November sure. was a heavy month for them. Yes. Yeah. They had a lot of games, a lot of – I think we had – shoot, I want to say five back-to-backs already this season, which is – it just feels like a lot. I don't know if it actually is statistically, but it feels yeah. like a lot for this team. So we haven't really had any opportunity to ask Monty Williams about it, but last we heard is just he's going to take some time to rest. He's in rehab right now. Uh, Two weeks, roughly five to ten games, depending on just kind of how he feels. And honestly, right now, like, like you said, it is the beginning of the season, so we're a quarter of the way through. This part of the season is not the most important part of the season, so better safe than sorry with, Uh, Your star player, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favorite parts of this Sun season, in particular, this year, is how when things happen, you get to watch other people step up, and they constantly have that next man up mentality. DeAndre Ayton was hurt. Frank Kaminsky balled out. You know, Devin Booker is hurt now. Landry Shamit is like, don't worry, I got it. (laughs) So I think I just love that more than anything about this team this year is just getting to watch how they handle adversity and um I already kind of gave it away we're going to talk about it a little bit later but um despite all the doubters out there they just continually prove everyone that's doubting them wrong so
2: yeah absolutely cool to and, watch I mean I just uh, we've talked about it on this show before but those storylines are always fun to see when yeah. when something like this does happen you don't want it to happen but when it does it creates opportunities for other players to step up and to shine and some fun storylines come out of it and allows fans to grab on maybe a Another player that they didn't realize they love so much.
0: Well, in a win against, like the win against San Antonio, you have uh, just, you you can see how good this team is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they didn't seem to miss Booker too much. He would have been that extra, you know, like maybe it would have been a 20 point more comfortable win with him there. But they just, you know, especially Chris Paul has just stepped up and taken over as far as. Know, still got it. Done. One yep. of my
3: favorite parts, even back to to last year and their their finals run um, throughout the playoffs, was when you know you didn't want to see Chris Paul get hurt, but getting to see Campaign step up, we got to see you know what he was capable of, and so you know we saw glimpses of of how deep this team was last year. They've added some more pieces, and mm-hmm. it's exciting.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, you already mentioned that the Suns are on a little bit of a break, but they will be taking on the Celtics on Friday. What are you expecting out of that matchup?
2: Well, the Celtics lost to the Spurs and the Lakers, and the Suns beat the Spurs and the Lakers. So if my math is mathing, we should win. Mm. <laughs> right? The math osmosis. Is mathing. already won. <laughs> no, I mean, I do think, though, that the Suns should fare well in this matchup on uh, Friday. They will be rested. Um, just Hopefully they come in with a more energy and a good mindset. But it's funny because I was looking up articles, and I happened to stumble upon one that I think was from, like, 2013. Teen that somehow was the top of my Google search. And it was like the matchup between the veteran team and like a young, awful team in a in a rebuilding <laughs> stage. And I was like, oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, the turn tables turn. Um, yeah. I want to remind you guys, if you're watching on Twitter, head over to YouTube,
1: join us in our chat. If you're in our chat right now, let us know you're here. Say what's up. We love when you interact on the show. We'll read your comments out loud. Um, but definitely head over to YouTube if you're watching on Twitter. Um, going from one team that's dominating to another, the Cardinals are also have the best record in their league in the NFL, sitting at 10-2, and two, the same win percentage as the Suns. Uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are so back. That game on Sunday in Chicago was so fun to watch. Kirsten, what impressed you the most about that win on Sunday?
3: There was a lot to be impressed with. I think, you know, for starters, just the fact that it was a bad weather game. It was yep. cold and it was rainy, and it certainly affected the way things, uh, you know, played out. But after the first play, when the ball slipped out of Kyler's hands a few plays later, he connected with DeAndre Hopkins, and that was the I'm back moment for both of them. And from then on, they didn't really skip a beat. But, uh, you know, so that in and of itself. But then I think you got to give credit to their defense for interceptions and, you um, you know, they were really the difference maker in that game and in one of the better defensive performances that we've seen out of this team. And so to do that out of a bye, which historically they've not fared well out of a buy um, and, and to go into Chicago and be able to put the Bears away like they did um, so many things to be impressed about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. One of my favorite moments from the game was when <laughs> it was very early. They they cut away from a shot of the field and there was a fan trying to get his uh, windbreaker oh poncho on his head. Dude was struggling so hard.
3: Credit to the broadcast crew because they held on to that shot for like,
2: <laughs> yeah. a long, yeah, long yeah, time. They, really <laughs> they were like, this is definitely going to make people on the internet so happy. Yeah. We the guy had the here.
1: same amount of field vis- visibility as uh, poor Andy Dalton did. But, uh... <laughs> Unfortunately for him. Um, it was a good. It was a great game to watch. Um, I do. I did enjoy watching the defense ball out too. But it was just so like there's just like some weird sense of comfort watching Kyler Marine, and DeAndre Hopkins like back out yeah. there. You're like, oh, I can breathe. Like everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um,
0: and they converted so easily when the defense gave them the ball. Yeah. You know, on 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 the uh, bear side of the field. Yep. It, that's that's something that wasn't uh, coming as easily with Colt McCoy back there, and you kind of took it for granted. I feel like how. Uh, once Kyler is there, there's so many weapons, uh, their ability to empty the backfield and still have essentially a running back quarterback out there and and have the defense have to stay honest and stuff. It's, it's just great to see him back. And, and again, it was nice, uh, kind of like with the Suns, it was nice that they were able to still win without him and, you know, give, give him that time to recover from that injury. And now he's back. Uh, hopefully at 100% and and can you know lead this team to the playoffs. Well, yeah, well they're going to
1: they're going to need him to be at 100% and they're also going to need to be firing on all sides of the ball for their Monday night football matchup against the Rams. Uh this has a this is probably the biggest game of the year maybe I would say if the Cardinals yeah. do win, they will clinch a playoff berth for the first time since 2015. And if the Cardinals can win on Monday and they can also beat the Lions, which they should, um, they will be NFC West division champs. So, cheerston what are you expecting out of this Monday night football matchup?
3: Well, I, I'll say this because you say it's potentially one of the, the biggest games of the year. Christian Kirk remind us reminded us all that they're looking at it as with each win the stakes get higher. The stakes get higher. You mm-hmm. position yourself in a you know, a greater spot in the standings or position yourself to secure a spot in the playoffs or get closer to being NFC West champs, uh, you know, the stakes get greater. And so they're well aware of, of what this game would mean um I think they're also wanting to get the monkey off their back that is their home record they can also go 0-3 in their last games at home and so I think this game they're really looking at is this is for the fans because fans weren't happy the last two times they've been out at State Farm Stadium in fact a lot of them took to Twitter and they're like this is a one game like especially that Panthers game like this is a one game I was able to go to all year long yeah and this is what you guys do so they definitely want First and foremost, to focus in on, you know, getting another win, getting a win at home, uh, putting all of that in the past. It's um, so like when I was you know asking even Cliff, you know, what would it mean to just lock up that that playoff spot? This team has far greater asp- aspirations than to just lock up a spot in the playoffs. Sure. But it's significant because they haven't done it in a while. Yeah. And he basically just said, listen, we want to get a win at home. And so I don't think they're trying to look too far ahead in terms of what this would mean, but it's also a division game. Uh, you know, Cardinals fans always get up to play the Rams. It's Cliff's friend and Sean McVeigh. They have the chance to sweep the Rams, which would be really big. A lot of people think that the Rams are frauds, but still it's a division rival. Mm -hmm. And they still have Sean McVay and they still have a lot of key pieces. They've added some key pieces in OBJ and Von Miller since they've seen him last. Don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, it's going to be a fight no matter what.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It'll definitely be a great game. If you are looking for a place to tailgate, to hang out, to drink, to have some good food before the game. That's right. We are going to have a rager uh, at the Lola with Bird Gang Travel Club on Monday. Please come hang out with us. We are super excited to get out there in Glendale and to tailgate with all of you. Our block party, like I mentioned, there's going to be an open bar, premium tailgate food. There's going to be a DJ. We're all going to be out there. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, tickets to that tailgate are birdgangtravel.com. Make sure you go get some tickets so you can hang out with us. We're all going to be there, uh, except for Lindsay, who
2: has a game. She has a son's game.
0: For sure. Uh, <laughs> Not even working. I'll just but be there. It
2: sounds like it's going to be so much fun. I'm a little jealous, it's
0: of that. It's I a great time.
2: We don't want to I rub mean, it in, Lindsay. Yeah. but like all you can eat, all you can drink. It's I gonna know. be fun.
0: More importantly, all you can eat guacamole. Okay, and that's like, the only that's, thing Derek does. Well, that and you get to see Frank's new tattoo in person. So that's there's, true. There's two good reasons. Frank Sanders
3: will
1: be there around the guac. That's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: leave it completely unattended. It's if, you, wild. if
1: the guac goes missing, don't look for it with we'll Derek. They more out. <laughs> that's all they leave it completely unattended.
3: But you also bring up a good point. Our very own Frank Sanders did get a tattoo last night live on our show he sure right. right. did podcast it was awesome in to honor cliff kingsbury it was like a k2 tattoo with the colonel on it so um he did it he and did you Go, you get to see it live just to the explain
0: person. that frank did not believe in cliff and he said that if he made if cliff made frank believe in him that he would get this K tat, k2 tattoo and this is the result which is are. frank frank is a believer
1: unbelievable if you haven't seen the episode (laughs) oh i can either i was i watched it live and i still can't believe it happened uh if you missed that show go check it out on our youtube channel it is one to behold that is for sure um really quickly before we move on to our topic i do want to talk on talk about the diamondbacks because they did sign um, a 13-year veteran closer, a four-time All-Star, and he also is a product of the University of Arizona. That's right. Mark Melanson has joined mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks. So what are your thoughts on that acquisition?
0: He's one of the biggest relief uh, acquisitions that the Diamondbacks have ever made. He yeah. led the league in saves last year. I know there's a lot of jokes about there's so many jokes. How are the Diamondbacks <laughs> going to pick up a closer when they don't have the team, you know, right. around it? The Diamondbacks have positional needs still that they have to fill. And one of those is the closer position and the bullpen. That's yeah. gonna be their focus, right? Yep. I personally think uh the Diamondbacks believe uh a lot in not only their farm system, but the coaches that they have acquired during the offseason yep. to make not just the young guys ready for the major leagues, but to improve the game of the players that they already have. They're still they they have they believe in this team a lot, even though the record last year, you know, doesn't really up, uphold believing in them. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that they uh, definitely still think that a lot of these guys can get better with, with good coaching. So they went out and they got good coaches. And uh honestly, the Mark Melanson signing was su- surprising because he's a, a really good reliever. He comes from the Padres. He has a lot of veteran experience. He's everything that you would want the Diamondbacks to go get yeah. uh, his experience uh, being around the young pitchers that they're going to bring up because a lot of those guys that they bring up as, you know, for the first time in, in major leagues, they're going to go into the bullpen for, to just dip their toes in, in yep. pitching in, in the majors. So having a guy like that in the bullpen to be around them is the exact kind of experience and veteran presence you want to, to help those guys out. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, and again, it's that's what the Diamondbacks have said they are committed to in the future and all of their, You know, acquisitions and things that they've done kind of back that up. I, uh, again, I just think that he is uh, somebody I didn't expect them to get. You know, you you kind of look at the available free agents, and he was a little bit above what I thought uh, talent wise that the Diamondbacks would bring in.
1: Well, we will definitely talk a little bit more about exceeding those uh, expectations you had in a little bit. Uh, Quickly touching on the Coyotes. If you haven't paid attention to the Coyotes at all this season, I don't blame you. But just in case you're interested, (laughs) uh, they have the worst record in the league. They're sitting at 5-18-2. They lost to the Stars on Monday, and they will be taking on the Panthers on Friday. I do not anticipate them winning that game, but hey, you never know. Uh, They have managed to win five times this season, which I am impressed by. Yeah, that's
0: surprising, (laughs) but you can do what I do and bet against them on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm just saying, if if they're losing, it doesn't mean you have
1: to. That is true. Emotional hedging, <laughs> <laughs> emotional hedging is a great way to go about it, and if you bet against the Coyotes on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, you're pretty much guaranteed to win some money. <laughs> Speaking of DraftKings, football fans, I'm sure you all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point Is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. Jockeying Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays combined to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook. Sportsbook for details. All right, that was your Valley Sports temperature check. Let's get into our main topic of the day, which is exceeding expectations. I'm sorry. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I
0: uh, don't know. I don't know what that's like.
1: Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, couldn't be me. (laughs) You have to talk about the Diamondbacks for a living, so I do not envy you.
3: They exceeded Let's... your expectations with their latest. They did acquisition, and, yeah, yeah, they did, and they exceeded. Somewhere. They exceeded, and with their <laughs> coaching staff, and they I feel exceeded
0: like. my expectations with the coaching staff. <laughs> they they definitely thought the Diamondbacks were going to have uh, a bit of an issue finding these coaches, right? That that Tori Lavola was going to need to fill his staff,
1: yeah, because who wants to come coach here?
0: That's kind of it. I mean, you're kind of (laughs) right about that. Like, what's the appeal to come coach here, right? Uh, Well, you can throw a whole bunch of money at them, which, you know, might have been part of it. But the guys that they brought in are guys that quantifiably made the teams that they were added to better. Yeah. Right? Joe Mather with the Reds, Brent Strom with the Astros. There's just data that backs up them being added to those teams and those teams getting better in pitching and hitting when those – pitch when those uh, coaches were added. So I'm just I'm floored by it. I can't believe that they brought in guys like Jeff Bannister as a bench coach who could easily be a manager for any team in the league at this point. Uh, So I just I think that they've done an excellent job and again committing to that the youth movement that they've talked about that they were going to commit to.
1: Yeah Um, I know that No moves can be made currently because there is a lockout Uh, for anyone that did not know. Baseball has ceased to operate at the moment again, which makes doing a podcast Uh, about baseball. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Can I just say, I hope that some of these players take a page out of um, a prior NBA lockout book and start making – Blake Griffin, Chris Paul type spoof videos. Oh yeah, please! <laughs> because <laughs> I, that was the greatest thing. I, that was a throwback. So if you haven't need seen those, you gotta go find yeah. them. But I hope somebody does that. Give
0: me content, oh, please. side of things. You know that was
2: hilarious.
0: We all we also could see not you know you're not gonna see the Mike Trouts and such out there, but I mean we could even see guys if this goes on long enough go play overseas because yeah. that's allowed during the lockout, and there's a lot of options. I mean the KBO really gained a lot of popularity and traction when baseball wasn't being played due to the, you know, Pandemic, so
1: they all have art. Uh, they've started to get a little feisty on social media, changing their profile pictures uh-huh. to anonymous That's, heads. By to the kind way, of that slight... is
0: because of the lockout, they cannot have their images any longer on MLB.com. Yeah. So, if you go look oh. up any players on the website, their images yeah. have been removed because <laughs> they can't it's owned it by it off the Players of their name. Association. So, That's yes, MLB. I mean, I'm com.
3: a little shocked that so quickly after there was no sports, I mean, we're 2021 2020 we had a long chunk of time where we had no sports whatsoever and baseball had a fight to get back to playing. And right. here we are again already yeah. fighting again.
0: That, and that's the mess. biggest problem is baseball popularity is already dwindling. So I don't understand why you would do something that is just going to make you look bad in, in the eye of the public again and, and make fan kind of, Turn fans off. Right. So
1: baseball can't get out of its own way.
0: They really can't. And Uh, they uh, also have the worst
1: commissioner in the history of commissioners. (laughs) Sorry, Rob Manfred. The
0: the collective bargaining (laughs) agreement has a lot of stuff in there. And some of it, it's just it's never like I feel so much of it's going to get whittled away by the time they have a new agreement that there won't be that many changes. But there are some things they really want to push, like an expanded playoffs. Yeah. and this changed the draft system that I uh, wrote an article about on GoPHNX.com that uh, could impact the D-backs getting well, the number one overall draft
1: pick. If and when baseball does resume operations, are your expectations that this team is going to be buyers and are going to go after some more people? I know a lot of the high-end free agents have already been accounted for, but, you know, there are a lot of uh, mid-level talent guys out there still. Do you expect the Diamondbacks to go after any of them, or is this kind of it for them? I. <laughs>
0: I've compared it to going shopping on Black Friday, but not on Black Friday when you go on Saturday. It's like a discount come, bin you shopping? You just kind of big, pick through what's left yeah, over okay. that's still on sale, <laughs> right? So yeah. I, I I see the D-backs doing that because there's still, as much as they want to look to their farm system to fill their positional needs, there's just too many right now on the team yeah. that they, I don't know if some of those guys are ready to come up and be full-time. Uh, you know, third baseman or full-time center fielder, right Right. fielder. So I think that they will have to bring in some veteran guys uh, like Melanson on like a two-year contract Mm -hmm. or a one-year deal, something short-term. And hopefully in the time being, they can, you know, develop their their future full-time guys like Alec Thomas and, you know, some of these guys that have even been up already that have been playing pretty well. But Haven't been consistent
1: for sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens when baseball can manage to actually figure itself out. Uh, No guarantees on when that'll happen because uh, they suck right now. That's right. Lindsay, I need to ask you something and I'm really curious about this. So obviously the Suns, they went to the finals last season. At the beginning of this season, what were your expectations for a team who just went to the finals and lost in the finals?
2: Another finals run.
1: Yeah? Yeah. You had that high of expectations. Totally.
2: 100%.
1: Do you feel like that is a common expectation that is shared among people who watch and care about the Suns?
2: I would say yes. I think so. I mean, how do you guys feel? I think it depends on maybe who you ask. I think everyone expected the Suns to be good again this year. There were some people who were like, well, you know, you see historically there are teams that go to the finals. And then the next year, it's kind of just like what happened? You know what I mean? But I think because the Suns were able to retain so many of its core players that that worry maybe was there in the back of your mind but not as heavy as it could have been.
0: There were some losses early on that made me go into a panic. Oh yeah, know? the
2: first handful of games this season. First, was like, yeah, yeah. like the first
0: two weeks I was <laughs> like, is? oh no.
2: oh boy, yeah. here we go.
0: <laughs> and see, and I think that was the thing was there wasn't that confidence that other teams that have been good consistently for a long period of time might have yeah I immediately went into meltdown oh man we're gonna <laughs> suck again I knew it I knew yeah. it you know oh, and no, so we
2: suck again. That, uh,
0: that's it I mean I think that uh the you know the Nash era produced probably the most consistent you know team as far as success goes but yeah uh, absolutely I, I didn't know if I was ready to say this team was that
2: yeah I mean there was definitely a, a slight tinge of panic at the beginning of the season but there were also a lot of factors and I mean we've all talked about this Multiple times. It was a very short offseason for these guys. Yeah. Devin went and played in the Olympics as well. So it shortened mm-hmm. his offseason even more. Then he got COVID and had that whole thing go down. And um, But even Monty said, like, they took training camp a little bit lighter this year almost. Like, yeah. they, it wasn't... He didn't go as hard on them as maybe he would in a traditional off-season type of setting because well, training camp was you? like the
0: finals. Like yeah. they, were, they were in the finals when some te- yeah, teams. Yeah, exactly.
2: Were. Fabio in the chat said, "My expectations are at least conference finals." Yeah. So, and that's at least. So, yeah. I think there are high expectations for this team, and I think um, not to get too ahead of you, but I would say that they're they're meeting those expectations right now. I think this
3: this team is is better, like the roster is better than they were last year. I think they upgraded a few positions. I and I think, you know, you see a guy like Mikhail Bridges, who, you know, great mm-hmm. player, but man, he's taken his game to another level this Hashtag season. defensive like, player so of the year. Now you've got another <laughs> season um, with all of your guys playing together as well. So I think yeah. they hit their stride in terms of like, you know, I remember DeAndre Aiden saying last year that he was surprised at how quickly this team came together. Like mm-hmm. Jay Crowder and Chris Paul, new additions, they, they thought they were going to take – uh, you know, uh, another year or so before they finally hit their stride. Well, they hit it the end of last season, carrying it into this season, brought a few more pieces that, to make their roster even better. Right. They were the right pieces, too, because this team is, is, you never you never know when you bring in, you know, you've got a good thing going, you've got great chemistry, you've got a great locker room, and you're going to bring people into that. It's like, yeah. okay, you really got to be the right fit. I think those guys are the right fit. So this team should, uh, you know, people should absolutely place the same expectations that they had um, at the Suns during their playoff run on this team as well.
1: I agree. And I think, you know, this is going to contribute to this overall conversation that I wanted to have today is, you know, I think that the expectations for the Suns at the beginning of the year should have been high because like you guys have all said, the pieces were all and have all been in place. You have Monty Williams, who was in discussion for a coach of the year last year, um, snubbed. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, If he doesn't win this year, I'm going to have a strongly worded letter to Adam Silver. Um, so, you know, you had Monty leading the ship along with the support of James Jones, who, in my opinion, has exceeded my expectations in that position. Um, we've had a rotating front office for how many years now when it comes to the sun. So to finally have some stability there and have someone like James Jones leading that ship as long as well as Monty. And then you bring back, you know, Chris Paul, you sign him again. You have Devin Booker, you have DeAndre Ayton, you have all these big names and then you have all these incredibly important support pieces in Cam Johnson campaign, uh, Jay Crowder, Coming into the season, expectations should and still should be high, but I'm so confused as to why everyone outside of Phoenix and people who actually care and watch about the Suns don't seem to believe in this team. It is unreal to me the national media bias that is placed against the Suns for whatever reason that discounts them at every single turn that they take, and I don't get it. I really don't.
2: I think it's just track record. To be honest, like that probably plays a lot into their lack of attention or um respect. I guess you could say, sure. yeah, because the Suns haven't had the best track record over the last decade or so. It feels like, and then I mean, they won you know, what nineteen
1: games in a season.
2: They <laughs> haven't. They haven't won a championship. Yeah. So. I mean, Phoenix is not a small market, but for whatever reason, it gets lumped into the small market.
0: Well, it's, it's all small market based on the television uh, rights or the television viewing area is what it considers it to be a small market, right? But you're right. This is uh, the fourth biggest city. In, in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Phoenix Suns No, are- I
3: don't even think that's it because it's a high it's a high TV market. I think it I I don't I, j- I truly don't understand what considers it like a smaller market. Is it like the amount of fans or something like that? Because we have a lot of transplant people, but this is a high TV market. So it wouldn't be that either. Like no, this is I not, honestly I think it's, sure it's just is. perception. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't, them. I don't know like the require It's what?
0: The small market term is Television based.
3: I know, but this isn't a this is not a small TV market. Mm, right. It's one of so, the biggest markets in the it's country. One of the,
1: yeah, so I don't I don't understand it. Um. I can't. Can you guys help me with the comments? I can't read anything. Yeah,
2: so they're saying, it, Derek, <laughs> Derek, I think you and I, we're not we're not t- we're not loud enough.
0: Okay. We <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> Speak up, we, guys. We will
0: be louder. I can be louder for sure.
2: Same.
3: Um,
0: the but, only
2: thing that was heard in that discussion is, we're not a small TV
0: market. No. <laughs>
2: I have heard otherwise. So I no. don't have actual numbers to back up any of these claims, but I have heard that Phoenix is like at least top 10 TV market. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. you came from that area. I feel like you would know.
3: Yeah, they best. teeter. They teeter like uh, each year, but they're right around top 10 market. Yeah. Which, I mean,. And we're only growing. And so I, I think I, I have a good feeling that once we get the next ratings, since people are continue to move to Phoenix, uh, as it has something to do with population and the amount of viewers that you have, I, I legitimately think that we will for sure be in top 10 the
1: next ratings that come out. Yeah.
0: They're 12th right now. 12th. So, yeah. And it is considered large NBA market. So you're yeah. right.
1: So I don't get it. I don't understand the bias. Um, The whole Stephen A. Smith thing that happened last week really triggered me. (laughs) It sent me on a downward spiral that really upset me. You should never let Stephen A. Smith get to I know, I know, I know. I should never take Stephen A. Smith seriously. But uh, I get so defensive over the Suns because I was here, you know, for five years uh, watching them be horrible. Um, And now that they're so good... It's so great to see, and I do think that they are meeting their expectations right now. Um, but does that mean that, you know, a successful season to you is them going to the finals? Would that be what you would define a good season as for them?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I yeah. don't think it, it would be crazy to say that a team would make it to the finals and it's not a successful season. But I think even if they don't make it to the finals, but they go fairly deep into the playoffs, it would still be a successful season because... um like, they've, half of this team has only had one playoff experience yeah. situation, right? So the more playoff experience you get as a team, the better you're going to be overall moving forward. So I think as long as they go a couple rounds into the playoffs, I would define this as a successful season. Honestly, if even if they just make the playoffs, I'd probably still say the same thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, because <laughs> I, like I going disagree. back to the initial conversation, like, we have a nice thing, even if we don't win – A championship. We still have to be thankful for the nice things, like making the playoffs is fun.
0: I think the thing that makes people doubt this team is Chris Paul, and Chris Paul should be in the MVP consideration instead of having people doubt him. But it's his age and his track record in the past. Like as if what's happened with age as LeBron. Other yeah, no, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that's the way that people view it, you know, and people. People see, suck. see the team yeah. as being, you know, <laughs>
3: they do. but they, do, just feel like they do this with of...
0: athletes of every sport, right? Where <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that guy, he can't be good anymore. Like, you know, with the Cardinals, I saw him say that about AJ Green. And I was like, are you kidding me? Look at the size of that guy. And like, look how good a <laughs> shape he's in. Why wouldn't he still be able to play at a high level? Right. So I think age is just something always, people always factor in. But yeah, really is just. Uh, a determining factor that there isn't that many more people of that age playing at that high level. It doesn't mean that that person can't do it. Chris well, Paul is still
2: contributing. Yeah. Oh, he's incredible. In, in, oh my God, in yeah. immense ways. Yeah. Like he, right. his points might be down a little bit, but I think that a lot of that comes just from an internal strategy that they may have to kind of pace him out throughout a game versus having him rest more games. So he's almost load managing like within a game versus, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, but last time I checked, I don't know if, the, if this is still the same, but for a good majority of the season, he's led the league in assists. You know what I mean? So he's still contributing. He's, offense. He's helping these young guys continue to grow and get better in their craft. So I, I don't know. If you try and say, like, you're worried about Chris Paul, the only thing I would be worried about is if he ha- has any sort of injury issues once the playoffs start yeah but even sure. then i still have faith that this team can figure it out yeah i do too i agree uh speaking of teams that get slided by the media <laughs> the
1: arizona cardinals tierston what were your expectations for this team coming into the season before they even took a regular season snap
3: i mean i would say that it was purely just to make the playoffs because they should have made the playoffs last year they had an awful stretch uh to close out the season and and just miss the playoffs last year. And so I think that with the talent, it was like, oh my gosh, like make the playoffs and make some sort of a run in the playoffs for sure. But I think there was the the question mark as to whether or not this team was truly going to be able to turn a page, whether cliff was going to be able to turn a page, uh, whether the pieces that they brought in were going to actually fit or, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, JJ, Watt. I hate to bring it up because he is injured right now and he's trying to make a comeback, but JJ Watts, not the same player. Well, he, he, he contributed mm-hmm. into, before his injury or uh, James Connor and eh, he's not really going to work out. He's mm-hmm. not the same guy um he's young but for a running back you know he's past his prime aj green too old and so it was like how are these pieces really going to fit together and is this team really going to turn a page and in my opinion they've exceeded expectations this yeah. team has lost two games all year and you know about to lock up you know a spot in the playoffs already and close to clinching the NFC west which Actually, in and of itself, I think at the start of the season, the Rams were Mm -hmm. the favorite. And I don't even – I wouldn't – I would have been totally fine with them not winning the West and just getting a spot in the playoffs. Like, that wasn't even on my radar really. Yeah. Yeah. So they've totally blown the doors off of expectations. It was like
0: when they started going on a winning streak that was that long. The first thing I thought was – I, I don't know how to handle this. Like,
1: <laughs> I almost
0: I almost wanted them to lose yeah. just so the pressure was off, yes, right? It's something... Breathe.
1: So much anxiety. Right, it's something
0: I... Like, when Mike Hazen said he didn't want the number one draft pick for the Diamondbacks, it sounds crazy, but then yeah. you're like, I kind of get it. It's that pressure of right. that, especially with how weird their draft is and how few of guys actually turn out to be great Major League players, right? When the, when the Cardinals were winning that much, I just didn't want it to become... Like the focal point of their season, which is so stupid to say. But I just didn't, you know, I mean, I didn't want there to be this extra pressure. My expectations at the beginning were like yours. I just wanted them to make the playoffs. So at this point, when they were proving to be as good as they were, I'm like, get this other pressure off and then <laughs> let's just focus on winning in the playoffs and winning a Super Bowl. Right. So, yeah. you know, once if you start making the playoffs with an undefeated record, that changes things substantially. And it's something that, I I I wasn't even ready for it as a fan, let alone like I can imagine how the players would feel about carrying that into the playoffs when that's such an it's such an arbitrary unnecessary thing. But there is just that huge amount of pressure once you get there undefeated.
2: They're, they won't tell you that either. They'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, just another yeah, game." You know, just another game. Yeah, yeah you, There's a What is it like? Their there. one and no mentality. Own yeah. one mentality. Their
3: one and no mentality. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they're they're ten and two, and maybe those two losses. Could have helped them in some ways, just to wake up and realize, uh, you know, you know what's at stake. Don't take any week for granted. It doesn't matter who you're, who you're up against.
2: Still especially, have the best record in the league, so especially
0: yeah. the Panthers game, right? That right. Was the Bay Bay think f- they learned that was a bad. lot from the
2: Panthers game. Well, I was sure. going to say sometimes with a loss too, it gives you some some tape to go back and look at. Okay, here's some areas that maybe we weren't focused on as much while we were sure. winning that we really should dial into a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Now that we have something to look at and pinpoint. yeah.
1: One thing that I think is really funny, and you guys tell me if you kind of feel this too. I know that I definitely feel this way. I'm scared (laughs) to think about the Cardinals in any way that puts them in a Super Bowl type of, like, this is a Super Bowl (laughs) team, right? Like, I don't know why I'm scared to feel that way because all signs point to them being that type of team. You know, they're firing on all cylinders. They've got Tyler Frick Murray, who is an unreal quarterback. They've got all types of creative play calling from Cliff Kingsbury. Their defense is phenomenal. Like all signs point to them being, you know, a championship contending team. But for whatever reason, I'm just scared to be like, this is this is it. This is the team that can win the Super Bowl. And please, I don't want to get canceled in the comments. You're like, you jinxed it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I'm scared. I'm scared. It's I don't know if Do you guys feel that way. Back. Nobody wants to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I'm trying to protect my heart. We, yeah.
3: We've been
0: here before. We've been in this abusive relationship before, and you know, so there's some red flags every now and again. You know, and you just, and, kind, of know, the just red kind of flags. ignore them, and plug along, but still think of them at night. You know,
1: do you guys feel that feeling though, or am I just like crazy? No, I, I totally
0: know what you're. That, that's that's a, especially when the expectations start to get high for this team, yeah. right? Because you know, I I am almost okay with the lack of national attention for Arizona teams when we start to get good because uh, well, fine like yeah. let them not take us seriously let them take us for granted this is different now though for the Cardinals and they're just they're coming up uh, you know with the best record too often when they're showing the graphics on TV to not acknowledge them and how good they've been this season I still think that they kind of write them off, though, and I'm yeah. fine with that. Like, yeah. keep, keep doing it. Let us just get to the playoffs and start start doing the important games.
2: Right. Coach Evan in the chat said, don't be afraid of it. Just embrace it. Yeah. And then Shane <laughs> says, you're crazy, but also I feel that,
1: too.
2: <laughs> like, I feel like I'm just, like, a wounded person
1: that's just, like, yeah. scared to buy in. I'll tell you what, know. I broken. honestly
2: feel
3: really – I mean, I'm – I'm putting my heart on a on a limb here, right? Oh, wow. I like, my yeah. heart's on my <laughs> sleeve. Yeah, yeah, okay, it fully, it's it's out there, but I feel pretty confident in this team. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing there's nothing about this team that I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're experiencing success beyond what you can sustain." Yeah. And they've shown that. I mean, every single game you could pinpoint to something that they've shown that they have grown or they're able to get past whether it's missing players, whether it's missing your coach, whether it's playing in certain weather conditions, whether it's, you know, whatever the case is. And time and time again, um, you know, the the two losses were, you know, one without their starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of just a, um, just an outlier in my opinion. And then the Green Bay, I mean, Green Bay is a really good team. yeah, Yeah. And so, you know, I, Aside from the two losses, um, the Cardinals have really impressed me, and I have a sense of confidence. that I'm not saying like, oh, for sure, like, mark my word, they're going to win the Super Bowl. But this team just makes me calm because every time they go out on Sunday, like they just show everybody that right. they're capable of being that type of team, and they let their their play speak for itself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing is for us, it's like because. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all fans of these teams, right? And it, we have so desperately wanted success in the Valley for so many years, and we've been let down so many times. And just like even a, a glimmer of success, right? Like sure. our success would have been like, can we just make it to the playoffs?
0: Make the playoffs. Yeah. I remember how good 98 was when the Cardinals – I think it was 98 when the Cardinals made it just to the playoffs. Like, right. oh, yeah, <laughs> that, like we that, celebrated we that it. so much. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: I think because we've been – So hungry for some sort of success when you start to get it. You're like, okay, like what what is (laughs) what do we define success as like for it's hard to not be like, oh, we want a championship and that's all we want. That's the only way it's going to be successful. But I mean, you look at the Suns season last year, like they didn't win, but nobody in the Valley would be like that season sucked. Right, like it it, 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 ended in a heartbreak, Uh but the season overall was so fun. It was fun. I think you just have to live in the moment and just enjoy what you have while you have it and hope that they can go the distance and bring home some hardware. But it's still fun, even if they don't. And then you know, at least they're taking steps to better places. Michaela, what have you gained from this therapy session? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have gained that I am validated in my emotions, and I am not insane. Despite Shane calling me crazy, uh, <laughs> I do feel a lot better. Tierson, uh, do you expect them to be NFC West champions? Is that your expectation for this team? Yeah, no doubt. I okay. mean,
3: they they basically win on Monday and get one more win after that, and you are champs. Yeah. Um, do you
1: think that they can do it against the Rams?
3: absolutely i mean I, I they definitely have something to prove on monday so it's yeah. not a game that they're overlooking right. and you know they've already beaten them once it's really hard to sweep a team mm. in the nfl and really in any sport but um i put my money on the cardinals on monday i mean they they realize what's at stake here and uh they definitely want to get a win in front of their home crowd and
1: i mean not not wanting to jump the gun and <laughs> to get too far ahead of myself you know if the cardinals are nfc west division champs you know the road to the super bowl who are you scared of in that case? Like who out of the NFC, out of the AFC, who worries you that the Cardinals would face in the upcoming?
3: Well, if you say that, I mean, to get there, I mean, there's, there's plenty of teams that worry me. I mean, if you say, if they do make it to the Super Bowl and they're up against the Patriots, that would worry me. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, in terms of the NFC, um, how about, Bucks I was and gonna the, say, how,
0: how about playing Green Bay? The Packers, yeah, Green Bay. Two and Green teams Bay?
3: that would definitely, I mean, worry me. That I, those are those are teams that could win and lose on any given night, but right. don't yeah. ever, 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 ever count either one of those teams or either one of their quarterbacks out. So right. definitely, those would be two teams. And if they do make it, and I feel like the Patriots are the favorite now to make it out of the AFC. I mean, obviously they would they would be scary too. So yeah. you know, you've got a lot of teams that are contenders right now that are. Uh,
1: that have long histories of su- success, and the Cardinals don't. Right, absolutely, and uh, as we know, experience plays a big role in those uh, important games like the Super Bowl. Speaking of the Cardinals, really quick, a check a check of the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, they are one, oh shoot, I just lost it. One and a half point favorites. Um, they are slightly favored, not by a lot. Um, the over and under is set at fifty one. What do you guys are you guys uh, feeling like you're gonna take the cardinals on the DraftKings Sportsbook oh, app? Yeah, for sure. Yeah?
0: <laughs> One and a half is Put yes, Money on sure. it?
1: All right. There you have it. Uh we're taking the Cardinals. If you want to take the Cardinals, you can sign up with the DraftKings Sportsbook app by using code PHNX. Um, You can just bet on a team to score, which I can guarantee you the Cardinals will at least do that. Uh, Hopefully. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I'm going to jinx it. it? Uh, What are you uh, uh, doing? Let's talk about another game. If you bet on on any team to score a point, though, and you use code PHNX to sign up, you'll win $100 in free bets when they score. Um, When they score, you score the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, if you are not a member of PHNX yet, please become a member. Come Hang out with us in the members only discord, get some amazing written articles on gophnx.com at Johnny Venerable, Gerald Bourget, They all write Derek Montilla writes amazing things, um, which you can only have access to if you are a member. If you sign up for an annual membership, you get a free t-shirt. I'm wearing our PHNX letter shirt, which also happens to be the logo for this podcast. Derek has on our son's gorilla shirt, which is a really sick. It actually matches a tattoo. He actually has on his body, it really does. Um, which is kind of crazy. That <laughs> was not came planned. First. Uh, <laughs> the tattoo came first. Okay. The tattoo came first for <laughs> Sorry, sure. Sorry, Frank. But we would love it if you would become a member and join our family. I think we have a good time uh, <laughs> 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 making content. Hopefully you guys have a great time consuming the content that we make um like i said we do have a members only discord and we talk in there all the time so come hang out with us if you're not in there already if you're watching the show on youtube but you can subscribe to what podcasts this podcast wherever you get your podcast, apple spotify whatever they have on android i don't even know uh <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts it's available if you're listening to this audio version you can come hang out with us on wednesdays on youtube come hang out in the live chat to all of you that are watching and commenting thank you so much we love it uh any final thoughts before we wrap it up guys Go sports. I, I'll, I'll, Go sports. I'll say
0: this. Uh, sometimes in life, when too much good is happening to you, I think that's when you feel like impending doom yeah. is going to happen. Yeah, you're so
2: like looking yeah. for the, I, the bad.
0: The bad, or you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I think that might be the case with the Cardinals and the Suns. If you're an Arizona sports fan, this might be too much goodness for you to handle, for you to not be worried that something bad is going to happen.
1: we got to embrace it while it lasts, though, right? Yeah, because we sure. you know That's the dark days. That's what everybody
3: should come away from all of this with, is yes. embrace the fact that we've got two of the best teams in their respective leagues, in yes. the Suns and the Cardinals, and life is good, and the sun's shining, and life is good in oh, Arizona. Absolutely. <laughs> what a snack. therapy session. Uh, you deserve
2: it. You've been through years of being on the receiving end of it. Yes. Who cares? Please Start send it uh, on Twitter, please? but not within your own community. One day <laughs> (laughs) Please send Stephen A. Smith
1: all of the mean DMs that you can possibly think of. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not encouraging violence. Um, Thank you guys for this amazing therapy session. I feel so much better. (laughs) Hopefully you do too, unless you're an Arizona Coyotes fan. I am so sorry. You'll get that. Hang in there. There are brighter days ahead. You guys are the best. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Wednesday.